Hare Krishna, my dear devotees. Welcome back to the daily readings of Srila Prabhupada's books right here in the live studios, Hythe, Kent, Southeast England, just a stone's throw from the English Channel. We're here trying to keep the sound vibration going. So far, so good. Um, to contribute to the uh, attempt to purify the ether. Uh, you know, everything is created by sound. The whole material world is created by, from sound. So if we purify the ether, it can do a lot of help. And it is. Uh, we can't perceive all the help that's being done by this constant hearing and chanting and by the Harinam Sankirtan parties and by the book distribution. But it is getting done. It's Lord Chaitanya's will. It's his movement. And he's organizing everything. So, we may not know the details, but we know that this movement will be successful by the mercy of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, at least for the next 10,000 years. Okay, Srimad Bhagavatam Mahima Stotram by Srila Sanatan Goswami, describing the Srimad Bhagavatam, the glories of the Bhagavatam. It goes like this Sarva Shastrabdi Piyusha, Sarva Vedaika Satpala. Sarva Siddhanta Ratnaja, Sarva Lokaika Drikprada, O nectar from the ocean of all scriptures, singular fruit of all the Vedas, rich mine of the precious gems of all conclusive truths, you are the only giver of sight to all the worlds. Sarva Bhagavata Prana, Srimad Bhagavata Prabho, Kalidwan Doditaditjam, Sri Krishna. Parivartita, O life heir of all the Supreme Lord's devotees, O Master, Srimad Bhagavatam, you are the sun risen in the darkness of Kali. You are the exact image of Sri Krishna. Paramananda Pataya, Premabarshakshadayate, Sarvada, Sarvasevyaya, Sri Krishnaya, Namostume. I bow down to you who were supremely blissful to read, your every syllable pours down a flood of prema. You can always be served by everyone. You are Sri Krishna himself. Mareka bando matsangin madguro man mahadana manistaraka madbhagya madananda namostute My only friend, my constant companion, my spiritual master, my great wealth, my savior, my good fortune, my source of ecstasy, I bow down to you. Asadu sadhu tadayin adini chochata kada hanamun chagadachen mam premna rit kantayokspuda. O bestower of saintliness to the unsaintly, O exalter of the most fallen, please never leave me. Always appear in my heart and my voice with pure love. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya So we reach the third canto of the Srimad Bhagavatam, working our way slowly but surely through the Bhagavatam. And this mm, chapter is entitled, what was it? Questions by Vidura. Um, this is either Shukadeva Goswami speaking or Sutta Goswami describing Sutta, uh, Shukadeva reading the Bhagavatam for the first time reciting the Bhagavatam for the first time okay so we're beginning uh, with chapter 1 text 16 Uh, thus being pierced by arrows through his ears and afflicted to the core of his heart, Vidura placed his bow on the door 
and quit his brother's palace. He was not sorry, for he considered the acts of the external energy to be supreme. Purport A pure devotee of the Lord is, not, was, is never perturbed by an awkward position created by the external energy of the Lord. In the Bhagavad Gita, 3.27, it is stated, Prakrite kriyamanani gunai karmani sarvashaha ahankara vimudatma kartaham itimanyate. A conditioned soul is absorbed in material existence under the influence of different modes of external energy. Absorbed in the false ego, he thinks that he is doing everything by himself. The external energy of the Lord, the material nature, is fully under the control of the Supreme Lord, and the conditioned soul is fully under the grip of the external energy. Therefore, the conditioned soul is fully under the control of the law of the Lord. But due to illusion only, he thinks himself independent in his activities. Duryodhana was acting under such influence of the external nature by which he would be vanquished at the ultimate end. He could not accept the sound advice of Vidura, but on the contrary, he insulted that great soul who was the well-wisher of his whole family. Vidura could understand this because he was a pure devotee of the Lord. In spite of being very strongly insulted by Duryodhana's words, Vidura could see that Duryodhana, under the influence of Maya, the external energy, was making progress on the path toward his ruination. He therefore considered the acts of the external energy to be supreme. Yet he also saw how the internal energy of the Lord helped him in that particular situation. A devotee is always in a renounced temperament because the worldly attractions can never satisfy him. Vidura was never attracted by the royal palace of his brother. He was always ready to leave the, the place and devote himself completely to the transcendental loving service of the Lord. Now he got the opportunity by the grace of Duryodhana, and instead of being sorry at the strong words of insult, he thanked him from within because it gave him the chance to live alone in the holy place and fully engage in the devotional service of the Lord. The word gatavyata, without being sorry, is significant here because Vidura was relieved from the tribulations which trouble every man entangled in material activities. He therefore thought that there was no need to defend his brother with his bow because his brother was meant for ruination. Thus he left the palace before Duyodhana could act. Maya, the supreme energy of the Lord, acted here both internally and externally. Text 17 <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> By his piety, Vidura achieved the advantages of the pious Kauravas. After leaving Hastinapur, he took shelter of many places of pilgrimage, which are the Lord's lotus feet. With the desire to gain a high order of pious life, he traveled to holy places where thousands of transcendental forms of the Lord are situated. Purport Vidura was undoubtedly a highly elevated and pious soul. Otherwise, he would not have taken his birth in the core of a family. To have high parentage, to possess wealth, to be highly learned, and to have great personal beauty 
are all due to past pious acts. But such pious possessions <clears throat> are not sufficient for obtaining the grace of the Lord and being engaged in His transcendental loving service. Vidura considered himself less pious and therefore, and therefore he decided to travel to all the great places of pilgrimage in the world in order to, in order to achieve greater piety and advance nearer to the Lord. At that time, Lord Krishna was personally present in the world and Vidura could have at once approached him directly, but he did not do so because he was not sufficiently freed from sin. One cannot be 100% devoted to the Lord unless and until he is completely free from all effects of sin. Vidura was conscious that by the association of the diplomatic Pritarashtra and Duryodhana, he had lost his piety and was therefore not fit to associate at once with the Lord. Mm. In, the, in the Bhagavad Gita, this is confirmed in the following verse, 728. Yesham papang jananang punya karmanam te dvandva mohanir mukta Persons who are sinful asuras like Kangsa and Jarasandha cannot think of Lord Krishna as the Supreme Personality of Godhead, the Absolute Truth. Only those who are pure devotees, those who follow the regulated principles of religious life as prescribed in the scriptures, are able to engage themselves in karma yoga and then jnana yoga and thereafter by pure meditation they can understand pure consciousness. When God consciousness is developed one can take advantage of the association of pure devotees syan mahatsevaya vipra punya tirta nishevanat One is able to associate with the Lord even during the existence of this life Places of pilgrimage are meant for eradicating the sins of the pilgrims and they, are and they are distributed all over the universe just to give facility to all concerned for attaining pure existence and God-realization. One should not be satisfied, however, merely by visiting the places of pilgrimage and performing one's prescribed duties. He should be eager to meet the great souls who are already there engaged in the service of the Lord. In each and every place of pilgrimage, the Lord is present in His various transcendental forms. These forms are called archa murtis, or forms of the Lord which can be easily appreciated by the common man. The Lord is transcendental to our mundane senses. He cannot be seen with our present eyes, nor can He be heard with our present ears. To the degree that we have entered into the service of the Lord, or in proportion to how much our lives are freed from sins, we can perceive the Lord. But even though we are not free from sins, the Lord is kind enough to allow us the facility of seeing Him in His archa, murti, in the temple. The Lord is all-powerful, and therefore He is able to accept our service by presentation of His archa, Form. No one, therefore, should foolishly think the archa in the temple to be an idol. Such an archa murti is not an idol, but the Lord Himself. And in proportion to how much one is free from sins, He is able to know the significance of the archa murti. The guidance of a pure devotee is, therefore, always required. In the land of Bharatvarsha, there are many hundreds and thousands of places of pilgrimage distributed all over the country. And by traditional practice, the common man visits such holy places during all seasons of the year. Some of the archa representations of the Lord, situated in different places of pilgrimage, are mentioned herewith. The Lord is present at Mathura, the birthplace of Lord Krishna, as Adi Keshava, 
the Lord is present in Puri, Orissa, as Lord Jagannath, also known as Purushottama. He is present in Allahabad, Prayag, as Bindumadava. At Mandara Hill, he is present as Madhusudana. In the Anandharanya, he is, pre he is known as Vasudeva, Padmarabha, and Janardana. At Vishnu Kanchi, he is known as Vishnu, and at Mayapur, he is known as Hari. There are millions and billions of such archa forms of the Lord distributed all over the universe. All these archa murtis are summarized in the Chaitanya Charitamrita in the following words Sarvatra Prakashatanra Bhakti Sukadite Jagatera Adharmanashi Dharma Stapite. The Lord has so distributed Himself all over the universe just to give pleasure to the devotees, to give the common man facility to eradicate his sins and to establish religious principles in the world. Srila Prabhupada Ki Jai. Text 18. He began to travel alone, thinking only of Krishna through various holy places like Ayodhya, Dwaraka, and Mathura. He traveled where the air, hill, orchard, river, and lake are all pure and sinless, and where the forms of the unlimited decorate the temples. Thus he performed the pilgrim's progress. Purport These archa forms of the Lord may be considered idols by the atheists, but that does not matter for persons like Vidura or his many other servants. The forms of the Lord are mentioned here as Anantalinga. Such forms of the Lord have unlimited potency, the same as that of the Lord Himself. There is no difference. There is no difference between the potencies of the Archa and those of the personal forms of the Lord. The example of the post box and post office may be applied here. The little post boxes distributed all over the city have the same potency as the postal system in general. The duty of the post office is to carry letters from one place to another. If one puts letters in post boxes authorized by the general post office, the function of carrying letters is performed without a doubt. Similarly, the Archa Murti can also deliver the same unlimited potency of the Lord as when He is personally present. Vidura, therefore, could see nothing but Krishna in the different Archa forms, and ultimately He was able to realize Krishna alone and nothing else. Text 19 while so traversing the earth, he simply performed duties to please the Supreme Lord, Hari. His occupation was pure and independent. He was constantly sanctified by taking his bath in holy places, although he was in the dress of a mendicant and had no hair dressing nor a bed on which to lie. Thus, he was always unseen by his various relatives. Purport. The first and foremost duty of a pilgrim is to satisfy the Supreme Lord Hari. While traveling as a pilgrim, one should not be worried about pleasing society. There is no need to depend on social formalities or occupation or dress. One should remain always absorbed in the function of pleasing the Lord. Thus sanctified by thought and action, one is able to realize the Supreme Lord by the process of a pilgrim's journey. Srila Prabhupada Ki Jai Text 20 Thus, when he was in the land of Bharatvarsha, traveling to all the places of pilgrimage, 
he visited Prabhas Chetra. At that time, Maharaj Yudhishthir was the emperor and held the world under one military strength and one flag. Purport More than 5,000 years ago, while Saint Vidura was traveling the earth as a pilgrim, India was known as Bharatavarsha, as it is known even today. The history of the world cannot give any systematic account for more than 3,000 years into the past. But before that, the whole world was under the flag and military strength of Maharaj Yudhishthir, who was the emperor of the world. At present, there are hundreds and thousands of flags flapping in the United Nations. But during the time of Vidura, there was, by the grace of Ajita, Lord Krishna, only one flag. The nations of the world are very eager to again have one state under one flag. But for this, they must seek the favor of Lord Krishna, who alone can help us become one worldwide nation. Now that's far away from us now. Text 21 At the place of pilgrimage at Prabhas, it came to his knowledge that all his relatives had died due to violent passion, just as an entire forest burns to fire produced by the friction of bamboos. After this, he proceeded to where the river Saraswati flows west. Purport. Both the Kauravas and the Yadavas were relatives of Vidura, and Vidura, Vidura heard of their extinction due to fratricidal war. The comparison of the friction of forest bamboos to that of passionate human societies is appropriate. The whole world is compared to a forest. At any moment, there may be a flare-up of fire in the forest due to friction. No one goes to the forest to set it on fire, but due only to friction between bamboos, fire takes place and burns the entire forest. Similarly, in the great forest of worldly transaction, the fire of war takes place because of the violent passion of the conditioned souls illusioned by the external energy. Such a worldly fire can be extinguished only by the water of the mercy cloud of saints, just as a forest fire can be extinguished only by rains falling from a cloud. Hare Krishna. This is our responsibility. Text 22. On the bank of the river Saraswati, there were eleven places of pilgrimage, namely one, Trita, two, Ushana, three, Manu, four, Pritu, five, Agni, six, Asita, seven, Vayu, eight, Sudasa, nine, Go, ten, Guha, and eleven, Shadhadev, Shadhadev. Vidura visited all of them and duly performed rituals. Text 23 There were also many other temples of various forms of the Supreme Personality of Godhead Vishnu established by great sages and demigods. These temples were marked with the chief emblems of the Lord and they reminded one always of the original Personality of Godhead, Lord Krishna. Purport Human society is divided into four social orders of life and four spiritual divisions, applying to each and every individual person. This system is called Varnashram Dharma and has already been discussed in many places in this great literature. The sages or persons who are completely the sages or persons who completely devoted themselves to the spiritual upliftment of the entire human society were known as Dvija Deva 
the best amongst the twice-born, the denizens of superior planets from the moon planet and upwards were known as devas. Both the Dvija devas and the devas always established temples of Lord Vishnu in his various forms, such as Govinda, Madhusudana, Nishinga, Madhava, Keshava, Narayana, Padmanabha, Paratasarati, and many others. The Lord expands himself in innumerable forms, but all of them are non-different from one another. Lord Vishnu has four hands, and in each hand holds a particular item, either a conch shell, wheel, club, or lotus flower. Of these four emblems, the chakra, or wheel, is the chief. Lord Krishna, being the original Vishnu form, has only one emblem, namely the wheel, and therefore he is sometimes called the chakri. The Lord's chakra is the symbol of the power by which the Lord controls the whole manifestation. The tops of Vishnu temples were marked with the symbol of the wheel so that people may have the chance to see the symbol from a very long distance and at once remember Lord Krishna. The purpose of building very high temples is to give people a chance to see them from a distant place. This system is carried on in India whenever a new temple is constructed and it appears that it is coming down from a time before recorded history. The foolish propaganda by atheists that temples were constructed only in later days is refuted here because Vidura visited these temples at least 5,000 years ago and the temples of Vishnu were in existence long, long before Vidura visited them. The great sages and demigods never established statues of men or demigods, but they established temples of Vishnu for the benefit of common men, to raise them to the platform of God consciousness. Text 24 Thereafter, he passed through very wealthy provinces like Surat, Sarvira, and Matsya, and through western India, known as Kudujangala. At last he reached the bank of the Yamuna, where he happened to meet Uddhava, the great devotee of Lord Krishna. Purport The tract of land, comprising about 100 square miles from modern Delhi to the Mathura district of Uttar Pradesh, including a portion of the Gurugaon district of eastern Punjab, is considered to be the topmost place of pilgrimage in all of India. This land is sacred because Lord Krishna traveled through it many times. From the very beginning of his appearance, he was in Mathura, in the house of his maternal uncle Kangsa, and he was reared by his foster father Maharaj Nanda at Vrindavan. There are still many devotees of the Lord lingering there in ecstasy in search of Krishna and his childhood associates, the gopis. It is not that such devotees meet Krishna face to face in that tract of land, but a devotee's eagerly searching after Krishna is as good as seeing him personally. How this is so cannot be explained, but it is factually realized by those who are pure devotees of the Lord. Philosophically, one can understand that Lord Krishna and his remembrance are on the absolute plane and that the very idea of searching for him at Vrindavan in pure God-consciousness gives more pleasure to the devotee than seeing him face to face. Such devotees of your Lord see him face to face at every moment, as confirmed in the Brahma Sangita 538. Premanjana Chudita Bhakti Vilocha Vilokayanti Yang Shama Sundana Machintya Gunasarupam Govindam Adipurusham Tamaham Vajami. 
those who are in ecstasy of love with the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Lord Shamasundar, Krishna, see Him always in their hearts due to love and devotional service rendered to the Lord. Both Vidura and Uddhava were such elevated devotees and therefore they, they both came to the bank of the Yamuna and met each other. So we're at 7.55 and I'm going to stop here and we'll start tomorrow. It's a good stopping place just when Vidura has met Uddhava. And we'll continue tomorrow beginning with text 25. And in the meantime we will hope that the devotees present online will share with us their reflections to examine and relish. Thank you so much. Hare Krishna. This from Sudevi. Hare Krishna Sudevi Dasi, my dear God sister, Hare Krishna. She says Hare Krishna Maharaj. Well Hare Krishna to you. From Rati Manjari? Yes, Rati. Jai Guru Maharaj. Let's purify the ether day after day after day. Absolutely. Don't mind if I do. And from Gopakanya Devi Dasi. Yes, Gopakanya Devi Dasi. Hare Krishna, dear Maharaj, and all assembled sages, all glories to Sri the Prabhupada. Jai, all glories to his divine grace. And from Bhakti Christopher. Yes, Bhakti Christopher. Hare Krishna, Guru Maharaj, and assembled devotees. Please accept my humble obeisances. All glories to Sri the Prabhupada. Jai Sri the Prabhupada. And thank you for becoming such a regular. Thank you. Can't even sing. Oh, Krishna, Krishna. Hare Hare. People are typing. I think so. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna, Krishna. I'd like to reflect on this point about when we search for Krishna, and it, it, it means either going on pilgrimage or wherever you are to constantly be thinking about him and um, trying to satisfy him by hearing and chanting, worshiping the deity and render other, uh, rendering other devotional services to spread the movement to others who are ignorant of Krishna. And I'd like to point out that Prabhupada said and the verses said that that search is not different from seeing Krishna face to face. So even if we're not pure, by doing that activity, which is a pure activity, we get some inkling, we get some hint. And if that is enough, so th even that much is such so powerful that it can remove us from the material world and give us an opportunity to taste something higher than material existence. And this is so important that enough of us get that taste in the world. Because if enough of us get this taste, 
then the world can change. Hare Krishna. Subhrao Rajagopal. Yes, Subhrao Rajagopal. He says, Hare Krishna Maharaj, please accept my humble obeisances and all glories to Sri the Prabhupada. Thank you very much for daily reading. One request I have sent through Facebook Messenger. Please let me know when you get a chance. Thank you again. I was just thinking of it. I saw the the uh, announcement of it on my phone, but I haven't had a chance to look at it yet. Yes, Goranga Gopal. Hare Krishna Maharaj, please accept my humble obeisances. All glories to Srila Prabhupada. All glories to His Divine Grace. Quote, Such a worldly fire can be extinguished only by the water of the mercy cloud of saints, mm. just as a forest fire can be extinguished only by rains taken from a cloud. Yes. Purport to verse 21. Yes. What a beautiful phrase. It sounds a lot like the first verse of Guru Vasudham. Yes, it is the same. Where the spiritual master's mercy is described like such a cloud pouring auspicious rains on the blazing fire of material existence. Yes. Yes, those rains, when they're poured upon enough people, can change the world. That's why Srila Prabhupada stressed so much the mass distribution of his literatures. And we should never, ever think that there's some defect in this process because it came from the mind of Srila Prabhupada and it has been so effective, you know, considering the number of years that it's been going on, which is very, very few, compared to the number of years that will be the total uh, Kali Yuga or, or even the 10,000 year reign of this uh, Lord Chaitanya's movement before the Kali Yuga is, it progresses to its worst, you know, low point towards the end. Um, if, enough, if enough people even touch these books and put them in their homes, uh, it's, a, it's like a process of planting seeds. And even if the people there don't, read the next generation or next generation so many will pick up and read and they are that we don't even know about picking up and reading and becoming very favorable so it's the duty of, of us to keep the movement going generation after generation so these people will at birth after birth have an opportunity to come and engage full time in devotional service to spread the movement this is Lord Chaitanya's will. All over the world it's spreading. Despite the impediments, despite the difficulties, it's still spreading. There were like 108 you know, temples and projects around the world. Now there's much more than 600. I think there's close to 800 actually. Hare Krishna. And from Rati Manjari. Yes, Rati. Dear Guru Maharaj, please accept my respectful obeisances. Tonight we heard how Vidura really went for it in his pilgrimage and visited many, many holy places. We also heard how he felt himself polluted by his association with Dhritarashtra and therefore he could not associate with Krishna directly. Mm. I found that quite meaningful, mm. that even Vidura, who is Yamaraj himself, felt himself contaminated. Mm. Is this contamination a fact, or is he acting like that to teach us the importance of humility and going on pilgrimage? No, when, when a demigod comes 
to participate in Krishna's pastimes, or even the pure devotees like Arjuna, eternal associates, they don't come in the same when they're in the material world. They don't have spiritual bodies in the same way that they do in the spiritual world. They don't have a spiritual body like Krishna's. Remember when Arjuna asked Krishna, "How can I accept that you, you know, spoke this to the sun god many many years ago because he's seen you in birth to you?" And, and Lord Krishna said, you were there also, but you don't remember, but I remember. Which means, because he changes his body, even though he's an internal associate. So when a person like that uh, comes, even though he's an, an associate of Krishna, uh, he experiences uh, difficulties uh, in kind of the same way as uh, a regular conditioned soul in terms of, of his bodily uh, necessities and everything. So, I mean, that doesn't completely... What I just said doesn't completely hit the mark. It doesn't completely answer the question. But it does show the difference between the individual soul and Krishna, the super soul. The individual soul will never be as completely pure or absolutely uh, immune to the material energy as Krishna is. So that's the point that's being made here. He felt himself contaminated, you know, even though he was an associate. He felt himself contaminated. So that's why he went on the pilgrimage. But the fact is, that you don't come in contact with Uddhava, who is an eternally liberated Dwarkavasi, you know, like that, unless you're a very special soul. But still, Krishna arranges that even those great souls like Arjuna and Yudhisthira and Vidura uh, feels the implications of material existence. Just to show others the example how they should act. So it's both. It's both. They're, they're special and they don't actually experience everything in the same way because they, he was aware of what was going on. But at the same time, he acts, you know, as an example for others. Hare Krishna. Gemma Rutter. Yes, Gemma. My humble, respectful obeisances to you, Guru Maharaj. Yes, Canto 3. We made it very enjoyable as always. Sunshine on a rainy day. <laughs> I have been catching up with all the readings. I enjoyed tonight's and the lists of Lord Krishna's names. <coughs> I always love hearing all of them. <coughs> Glad the world is now finding out what a true legend God truly is. Mm. Hare Krishna, thank you. Jai Sri the Prabhupada, Hare Bo. Thank you very much for your nice reflection. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna. From yes, Subarao. Also, I had purchased the Transcendental Chaitanya Charitamrita Readings audiobook by you. Started listening very elegant and clear presentation of the transcendental pastime of Goranga Mahaprabhu. Thank you. Thank you. Hare Krishna, everyone needs encouragement. Thank you so much. I just wish millions and millions of people will read it. I mean, hear it. I mean. Hare Krishna, Guru Maharaj. Yes, Rati. We also heard about the importance and the potency of the Archa Vigraha form of the Lord mm. being non-different from the Lord himself. Mm. I found it endearing to hear that there are millions upon millions of deity forms of the Lord in the universe. Yes. How kind of the Lord to manifest himself in so many, many ways just to attract us, his children, to come back to him. Yes, absolutely. Wonderful. I have a question. Yes. 
Sometimes we have a particular preference for a specific deity of Krishna because he looks in a way to our liking, perhaps more than others. I notice this within myself, and I try to show respect to all the deity forms, but still I have my preferences. In my present level I know this is not transcendental. How should we deal with this within ourselves in order to avoid committing offenses? It's not an offense. It's not an offense. What you just said. You offer your respect to all the deities, but some will be a favorite. That's natural. Just as Krishna said, he's equal to everyone, but those who worship him with faith and devotion, he is with them and they are with him always. So, it's not an offense to have a favorite deity at all. Not not that you should, you know, de denigrate another deity, which I'm, I know that you don't do, for sure. But there's nothing wrong with having a favorite deity. It's one of the ways that Krishna brings us closer to him personally. You know, no one can see all the deities of the Lord. Most people, you know, they live in one place, the vast majority of people of the earth and they have the deities that are there in those places and they become attached to them. It's natural. That's the, that's the, uh, the Lord's personality and the way he interacts with his devotees. Hare Krishna. This is from Subarao. Yes, Subarao. Hare Krishna. One thing I noticed is from 3117 verse Vidura left Ritarastra, Duryodhana's company, and visited the. I think it's misspelling. But he visited somewhere. Verse 3120. And at that time, Yudhishthira was the emperor then. Was the war over by then? And how do we understand the timeline? Yes, the, the war was over. Because when he, when he came back to, uh, to Hastinapur, you know, Dhritarashtra was there in the palace of Yudhishthira, and Yudhishthira was ruling the earth. We don't have a timeline of how many years Vidura was doing this, so it's hard to answer that question. As far as I know, I don't. I don't think there's any timeline of that. Uh, Yudhishthir performed the Rajasuya sacrifice when. Uh, well, he performed two sacrifices, the Ashwamedha and the Rajasuya, but it was the Rajasuya sacrifice, I believe, that Duryodhana was there. Remember and he was in the palace of Yudhishthira and then he fell into some water because of the design of the of so expert by Maya Dhanava, the uh, or was it was it uh, anyway the architect of the demigods and uh, and that m m made his he, he burned it it just it was already there the hate was already there but it just caused Duryodhana to burn with envy the way the, the ladies laughed at him at that time. And uh, so yes, that's the timeline that Vidura left uh, the palace and went on pilgrimage. And during the pilgrimage uh, the Yadus were, were uh, destroyed and, that was, and then the Battle of Kurukshetra happened. Uh, it's not clear whether that happened before. Let me see. Yes, it happened before because then the queens of Krishna, the ones who were still existing, went 
uh, to be taken care of uh, by Yudhisthira. So that means the Battle of Kurukshetra was already over when uh, when Vidura met Uddhava. Uddhava, you remember it? When Krishna left, then Uddhava wanted to go with Krishna, but Krishna asked him to stay. And so he was. He also went north. So he was on his way to Bhadrak Ashram. And of course, after he went to Bhadrakasham, he came back to Raj. So it could have been that uh, Vidura met uh, Uddhava after he came back from Raj. That's not clear either. That's not completely clear. But in, a, in either case, yes, the battle of Kurukshetra was finished. And that what was mentioned in the, ver in the purports in the verse He, he learned about the devastation of his family and that included the battle of Kurukshetra, Hare Krishna. Sundara says, thank you for the uh, clarification. Mm. Rati Manjari says, thank you, that is beautiful. Hare Krishna and there's more? From uh, Dharanikai. Yes, Dalnitai, Hare Krishna. Dear Srila Guru Maharaj, please accept my obeisance. Thank you. I was wondering if you would have come across a description in your vast study of many literatures of the flag of the empire of Maharaj Yudhishthir. What colors or what insignia or symbols were displayed? Well, Yudhishthir carried on his chariot I think that was the flag. I'm not sure. Actually, I can't answer that question. I'm sorry that I can't answer that question. I don't know exactly what it was. It's there somewhere, but like you said, it's a vast body of literature, and I don't, I don't remember hearing it in the Bhagavatam. We have Hanuman's flag on Arjuna's chariot. We had the, the lion, you know, in Parikshit Maharaja's. So I don't think that those were the flags of the world. I'm not sure. I can't answer that. Do some research and let me know and, and tell me. <laughs> Hare Krishna. Thank you all for your wonderful reflections and questions and discussions. It's so edifying and so enlivening. Uh, it's just wonderful. Srimad Bhagavatam ki jai. Samabeda bhaktabinda ki jai. Gaur Premanandi Hari Hari Bol. See you tomorrow night, same place, same time, same topic as we hear and we will hear uh, some beautiful um, exchanges between Uddhava and Vidura and then finally Vidura and Maitreya and we'll learn so many things about Krishna consciousness and go deeper. Hare Krishna. See you tomorrow. Hare Bo.